0: greetings and welcome to my podcast why so political i'm your host Neha Yadavali a high schooler from the united states regardless of where your political views may lie i hope you enjoyed this episode of why so political where we will be delving into a series of important women over the past 20 years at least there has been a steady rise of women in the medical field according to the association of american medical colleges in 2007 28.3 percent of the physician workforce was made up of women and as of 2019 that number has risen to 36.3 percent moreover their annual report found that as of 2019 50.5 percent of the u.s medical field students were women This is great news since it makes the medical field more diverse, but I do want to point out that gender inequalities are still a prevalent issue in the medical field. However, things are definitely going in a more positive direction, and we have our women pioneers in this field to thank for this. In this episode, I will be covering a woman by the name of Susan LaFleche-Picotte, the first Native American to earn a medical degree. Susan LaFleche Pequot was born on June 17, 1865 in the Omaha Reservation in Nebraska. She was the youngest of her four sisters. As a child, her parents were wary of the fact that they were indigenous in a world that set them up for the worst, so they made sure to give Susan a European name and they taught her English early on. A very formative event occurred during Susan's youth. She witnessed a Native American woman die because a white doctor refused to treat her. This incident would later influence Susan's life and career. Susan attended a reservation school where she was forced to assimilate into white society. The implications of these schools were horrific, but that is a topic for another episode. She moved schools a few times as a child, but she was incredibly bright. Eventually, Susan was accepted at the Women's Medical College of Pennsylvania, one of the few and expensive medical schools made for women. She couldn't afford to go on her own, but luckily she was sponsored by the Women's National Indian Association. This made her the first person to receive aid for professional education in the country. Susan did amazing at school. She was the valedictorian and she graduated on March 14, 1889. In terms of family life, Susan married her husband Henry in 1894 and had two sons, Carl and Pierre. After earning her degree, she returned to the Omaha reservation as the only doctor and she catered to the thousands. This gave Picotte the perspective needed to pick out issues that were proving to be harmful to the tribes, such as preventative medicine and temperance. Susan herself observed these problems and stated, quote, And temperance increased. Men, women, and children drank. Men and women died from alcoholism. And little children were seen reeling on the streets of the town." Drunken brawls in which men were killed occurred, and no person's life was considered safe. Temperance was especially important to Susan since her husband was an alcoholic. She campaigned, pushed for laws, and spread awareness about alcoholism. Moreover, she also advocated for school hygiene, food sanitation, and efforts to combat the spread of tuberculosis. She served on health boards, campaigned, and persevere despite the fact that as an indigenous woman, woman in the 19th century, her political powers were non-existent. Misfortune struck the Pickett family in 1905 when Susan's husband Henry passed away. Susan did not let this end her will to help others, for she helped facilitate the building of a private hospital on the reservation where she lived. Unfortunately, Susan passed away just 10 years later in 1915 at the age of 50. But her legacy and contributions towards the medical system for Indigenous Americans impacted the lives of so many people. Susan spent her life shattering barriers as the first Indigenous person to earn a medical degree, along with being a woman doctor in a white male-dominated field. Furthermore, she was incredibly selfless and devoted her life to making sure her community could live in a country that would serve them and look out for their well being. I would like to end with a quote from Susan herself because it truly captures the perseverance and her desire to help others. I am a dreamer who dreams, sees visions, and listens always to the smil- still small voice. I am a trailblazer. That concludes this episode of Why So Political. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the story of this amazing woman. If you like what you heard, I highly encourage you to come back next week. A new episode drops every Monday at 8. Until next time.